are great agreed i heard that's important i heard eating is important yeah i realize i should, should eat before being on a space yeah <laughs> um let's give it like one or two more minutes and then we'll get started probably do a quick rundown of uh, features that we've you've been you've been shipping like crazy um Maybe we can do a quick rundown of features and then maybe talk a bit about what's next and then open the floor, see what people have to say or ask. Yeah, that sounds great. I have no idea what people will be asking about. Very curious. <laughs> yeah, no clue. Um, yeah, we'll get started in one minute. How about that? Cool. I'm going to be take intermittently a, take a few, my sandwich. few bites. Take a few bites, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, it's five minutes past, so let's kick this off. Noah, we've shipped a ton of things. We have. It's been an exciting new year already. Yeah, you want to talk about some of the, the new features and additions? Yeah, well, I should have written down a list, but um, I guess we'll just go up top of our head. Um, I think the biggest one, the most like significant protocol development is that we have Veto now. So if you go to create a new DAO, in the advanced settings, you can flip on Veto. And what that lets you do, um, kind of like Neutron's time lock period, um, when a DAO submits a proposal and passes it, the, it's then time locked for the, the duration that you set. And that Veto or DAO has the ability to you know, veto that proposal. Um, so that unlocks just a, a huge amount of governance um, powers like I know the AA DAO on the Atom side has been waiting for this feature so that they can kind of re-implement their legal structure in like a DAO and they needed Veto to do that. And um, that's just like a super cool unlock that I think takes us into the future. Um, that kind of brings us closer to, you know, replicating a government, for example. Yeah, totally. And approval flow as well. So yeah, I think veto and approval together like can really unlock a new a lot of new possibilities um let's say like approval is more like um well you need approval in order to pass a proposal um this is useful in certain circumstances like veto is a little bit more optimistic right where it's like the proposal will pass and get executed if no one vetoes it but approval it like nothing happens unless it's approved um so i think these are few very awesome and useful new features. Uh, you want to talk about, yeah. we, we also upgraded uh, vesting a little bit. You want to talk a oh, little yeah. bit about that? Well, I just want to say on the approval part, um, last thing, it's kind of like an, yeah, like you said, veto is like an optimistic approval. Approval is kind of like a forced veto. So you have to make a decision between 
um, approving or denying. But yeah, uh, vesting. Um, we just added support for two things with vesting. One is that you can set multiple uh, potential cancelers. So instead of just having um, one party that can, that can cancel a vest, you can set any number of them. You can set a different veto, a different canceler for each one, or you can set none. So instead of deciding at the beginning when you set up vesting, you can decide on a per vesting payment basis. Um, and then also, I think the more interesting piece is that you can set any custom vesting function. Um, so you can set it to, um, you can have like any number of different steps. So like for a month it unlocks linearly, maybe at like a, like a, you know, one token per day. And then for the next year, it's like a hundred tokens per day, or you could set like a cliff. So nothing happens for a year and then it vests all of the next month. You can really create any shape of vesting you want to create, to recreate um, any kind of, you know, equity distribution or salary or, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of anything you can think of, uh, which is which is awesome. So this is a big this is a big change from what it was, where it was just linear um, distribution. Now you can create like all sorts of cliffs. And if we look at like traditional startup vesting um, things, you'd have like a, a cliff and then like a and then a, a a bulk payment. And all this stuff is now now possible with the Dow Dow vesting contracts. Hell yeah! Welcome, Cosless Harm. How's it going? Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. I uh, I did have a question, and I hope it's not inappropriate. But what kind of sandwich were you eating, Noah? One second, chewing. It's a good sandwich. It's a great sandwich. Actually, it might be the best sandwich I've made. I'm not gonna lie. My dad for the holidays got me this alfalfa sprouts grow kit like in a jar and so they take like a week and i have a ton of alfalfa sprouts so i'm making a bunch of sandwiches this one is turkey lettuce sprouts avocado uh sun-dried tomatoes and sriracha mayo and olives and sourdough of course Tasty. um anyways what else jake what else do we have well, we uh, maybe we should talk about ICA and uh, skip routing. I think that those are other major additions that I think maybe people haven't really realized yet. Do you want to talk a bit about those? Yeah, totally. That was like, I think that was a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we finally implemented the skip API, which handles all the automatic path forward middleware that when you send a token from one chain to another chain, it correctly unwraps the token back to its source chain and then forwards it to its destination chain. So before DAOs were having trouble with sending like osmosis from, you know, like Juno to Stargaze. And the right way to do that is send it from Juno to osmosis to Stargaze. So on Stargaze, it ends up as the osmosis on the proper DOM. Um, but now it'll just automatically handle that for you. So when you go to spend across IBC, it'll just calculate the best path and then try to use it. One caveat on that, is that you will need to have an account on each like intermediary chain because there's some like fallback logic that if for some reason a chain fails to forward, which I think never happens, but of course we should program such that it might, um, it will like end up 
on the intermediary chain in a failure. And so instead of like putting some doubt out controlled wallet there, we decided to make it slightly, slightly harder to use at the expense um, of, of, of safety, I guess, of full autonomy for the DAO. And so you will have to go create an account, a cross-chain account on each chain that you want to use that with. Um, and then at the same time, we added ICA accounts. So any chain that supports the ICA host, you can create an account on. So even though we don't have like smart contracts and Polytone on Noble, for example, you can still create an ICA account on Noble and hold USDC there, um, which will then let you like transfer USDC between all of the chains in the, in the correct way. Does that make sense? Did I explain that well? Mm, makes sense to me. Uh, causeless harm. <laughs> yeah. Was that uh, appropriate? Explain like I'm five level. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, thank you for explaining it like you're five. I, I just want to say that like, despite being in the Discord and talking to you guys every day, I still learn like some of the features that are being released on Dowdo. It's it's nuts. That's why we have to do more spaces so we can constantly communicate about them. Uh, let's see what else. Is, oh, there's a lot of new mobile stuff, right? Uh, I think we've one of the things we yeah. learned from previous spaces is how important mobile is, and we want to make uh, like Dowdo mobile like really really awesome. Um, now, can you talk a little bit about some of the work we're doing there or you're doing there to like <laughs> help improve the mobile experience? Yeah, um, not too much has happened yet. A lot of ideas. We've had a lot of internal conversations about this. I did ship just like an hour ago um, an inbox redesign that made the inbox feel more like mobile friendly, a bit more like Twitter. Um, and I think we'll be replicating that. It's kind of a test right now that I'll, I'll replicate that kind of design across the yeah. Um, with that also came some like header shrinking and just kind of forming it more to what, what you expect from a mobile app. Um, what else did we do? I think that might be the only mobile thing. Can you think of anything else? Oh, it's a constant effort, which maybe is a good transition yeah. into like what's next for Dow Dow. Um, oh, well, also I want to mention, um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The other mobile thing, infinite scroll. Um, if your DAO have your your DAO or your chain governance, which we have UIs for, has a ton of proposals, you don't have to like manually page through now. If you just scroll to the bottom, it'll load the next twenty props. And again, it just feels a lot more intuitive, like a website you would expect to be using in twenty twenty four. So yeah, expect you know yeah transition into the future. Expect more changes in those lines. Yeah, mobile is important. I think we've uh. That's something that we've learned in a lot of like other spaces, just like how important mobile is and how much people want their mobile UX to be like top notch. So I think that gets us into like kind of the, the topic of future work. Unless Dave, are we forgetting some major feature that we've like shipped recently that we should talk about? Yeah, I mean probably, but uh it's not coming to me at the moment. Yeah, I mean we we're shipping a lot of stuff, so uh, maybe maybe we'll remember. But yeah, yeah, I think in terms of next steps, we got some like I think pretty major things on uh, in, on the roadmap. Uh, a lot of protocols are wanting to use Dada to launch their um, their project, right? Um, 
Levana team has reached out. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of others as well. Um, and I think the cool thing about that is it's actually funding like a, a whole next uh, gen piece of work for, for Dowdow. And we've got some pretty big improvements on the way, um, aside from mobile. Mobile is definitely going to be a continue, uh, like a big work in progress, right? Um, but I think the two, two of the most exciting ones off the top of my head that are on the horizon are uh, distribution features, which I think is really important. So like what that looks like is like staking rewards or rewards for being part of a DAO. So any DAO can sort of easily set up uh, rewards in their native token or, or any other token that go out to like DAO members. Um, I think this is something that we've actually had support for for a while, but only for CW20 DAOs. Um, and I think it's going to be really awesome to like unlock this like kind of staking rewards feature for for all DAOs, whether they're NFT DAOs or membership DAOs or uh, token factory DAOs. Um, so that's that's going to be really really exciting. Um, and the other thing is we're we're working on some new modifications to the vesting contract. Um, I don't know if you want to add anything on on this, uh, Noah, but um, you know, no, you take it. I'm finishing my sandwich. Right, finish your sandwich. Um, we're working on changes to the vesting contract such that if you vest your DAO's like token, uh, you can actually like people can have voting rights with the vested tokens, similar to like native Cosmos SDK to, like vesting. Um, and so this is really cool because then you can like start a project and you can vest all the founder tokens or the investor tokens or or whatever, and then those those vested tokens can still have voting rights in the DAO. You'll still be able to, you know, vote, make proposals, things like that. Um, we're talking with teams as well about, you know, their requirements, uh, you know, and, and when we open up the floor in a, a few moments, it'd be really great if anyone has any thoughts or suggestions on what they'd like to see for, for this feature. Um, but, you know, some of the things that people have talked about is, for example, putting uh, like limitations on the amount uh, that can be, like used for voting. So for example, you might have some founders or some investors, right? And you want to give them some voting rights, but maybe not voting rights for their like fully vested amount. Maybe they get like 50% of the voting power for their vested amount. Um, that's something that, that has been talked about. Um, there's probably some other things there, but uh, I think this is going to be a really, really exciting feature because um, I think vesting is something that's like really fundamentally important to like DAOs and protocols using the tooling and you should be able to um, still participate in the DAO even if you're getting uh, vested tokens. Um, so this work will definitely help unlock uh, that. And yeah, those are two kind of major features that you can expect to see in the coming months as, as we work on them. Um, yeah, actually part of that uh, state vesting uh, build is the ability for DAOs to have multiple voting modules. So very likely when that's ready, we'll also have like people have been asking for having multiple different NFT collections, all giving voting power um, or having two different kinds of tokens, all this stuff. Um, so in order to build uh, voting power for vested tokens, we'll need to do that as well. So you'll have a voting contract for your vested tokens, you'll have a voting contract for your liquid tokens, and then with that, it's just like another modularization of DowDow to let you kind of compose our contracts however you want. I think that'll be, that'll unlock some unknown cool stuff. 
yeah, that could unlock things like you might have a token based style, right? And then if maybe there's NFTs that have certain like privileges or um, permissions that are granted to them. And by having one of those NFTs, you might get slightly more voting power in the DAO or you could have a, a DAO with like a, a multi-sig and tokens at the same time. Um, I think these kind of like blended DAOs are going to be really interesting for people to experiment with. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe what, what do you think? Should we just open up the floor and see what people want to talk about? Yeah. And what to find out. Cool. Um, all right. Floor is open. Uh, request to speak. And um, we're happy to answer your questions or if you have like feature suggestions or things you would like to see um, or there's just things you want to discuss, like the floor is open. Please request to speak. I see a lot of great people in the audience. Shout out Rama, shout out, oh, Rama's running. Yeah, what's up, Rama? Shipping features, functionality, cool. I haven't tested a bunch of it out yet because I've been busy, but uh, it's good stuff. Uh, I like it. Um, just want to jump up quickly uh, around the, you know, I'm sure it's going to happen anyway, the, the vesting contract thing. Uh, Growth Fund put up a prop, voted on it because uh, it's pretty certain that that's going to get cancelled. And even if it doesn't, we can reinstate it and continue the vesting uh, anyway. Uh, our position was you guys have signaled it. You guys have all the vote power. You want to do it. So we enacted on it uh, prior to yours passing to save Juno tokens. That's it. Um, easy to reinstate a vesting contract via another proposal and continue it if you guys decide to change your mind. What that's identified, though, is uh, an interesting thing in that the vesting contract is cancelled, but nothing actually happens until you unstake your tokens. So from a contract perspective, interested to hear your thoughts on how that should actually happen and if there's, and what needs to change for the actual vesting to cancel. Because you can stake your tokens, we don't actually have like AuthZ access or so the contract doesn't do AuthZ access to unstake those tokens. So you don't actually like do anything until you guys cooperate on the vesting contract. You basically get to keep the tokens until you unstake I think, them. I think the owner is able to unstake them like yeah. either before or after cancellation. Um, yeah, so this is a great topic and we could definitely talk about the, the cancellation itself, um, but just the technical stuff first. Once it's canceled, um, like any unvested tokens go back to um, the original party. Um, and once it's canceled, anyone can unstake them. And once it's canceled, any, uh, any rewards also go to, um, to the uh, other party or the, the contract owner. Um, and there's a lot of te test coverage. It's 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 a little bit complicated because SD SDK staking is just um, incredibly complicated. Um, but yeah, I mean, once it's canceled, anyone can unstake the tokens, and even if they aren't unstaked, uh, like rewards like are are split. Such or the rewards go to um, the. Uh, the, the contract owner in this case it would be um jgf i hope that makes sense um, okay so we just need to yeah, prop up to like unstake it get the tokens back and then if you guys decide to cancel the cancellation 
uh, we would just get the tokens and then create a new vesting contract. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Sounds well done. Um, yeah. And then I think in terms of like, I mean, this gets into a really good topic in terms of like, you know, where, where Dao is heading. Um, I think that, I mean, there's been a big stir about this and I think Demi actually put up a really great tweet that like, it's not as, it's, it's not as bad as it sounds. It's like, we're not, like abandoning like the Juno community in many ways we're like we have to like just get our house in order um there is a lot of like changes we want to make to the Dao 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 and we need to come up with like a really great business model um that's aligned with our with our users um and you know we have very ambitious plans like we really do see a world where um businesses nonprofits uh even governments like let alone protocols and chains are like governed using DAO tooling. Um, and to get to that vision, we're going to need to probably uh, like get some legal structuring in place, right? Um, set up a proper foundation, things like that. Um, getting, uh, you know, the right amount of investment from like aligned parties. Um, and this all takes like time, right? And uh, yeah. <laughs> No, what else do you have to like add on this? Like, and, and also it's like, this is just like one, one agreement, right? It doesn't mean that there can't be other agreements in the future or that like, you know, the doubt out out, like as things progress, right? Will like has always the potential to, you know, do airdrops or things like that, right? Like it's just, yeah. it's, this is probably, I think, you know, there's a lot of consensus in Dao Dao to be like, we're not doing what a lot of normal projects do and like having a liquid token right away. In many ways, we're trying to do something that's almost more akin to like a private company. And we're like just building up the cap table before we eventually like go public. Like we don't plan to make the, the Dao Dao token liquid before there's an actual business model, before there's like a lot more plans for how we you know, build something that's like truly massive. We're not just like rushing to get another token out. And I know people want like an airdrop is, you know, but there's lots of airdrops. In fact, Dao has like enabled people to easily launch token DAOs, right? And then those DAOs airdrop to people. It's like, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm rambling. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's tricky. This was obviously a really tough decision, and of course, we have revoting enabled in our DAO, so. Uh, thanks, Rama, for just mentioning that we are open to moving forward in any way because the vests are, of course, easy to create and cancel. Um, but there are so many factors that went into the decision to do that swap, like, you know, a year ago, um, many of them being around our plans at that point to pursue primarily the Dao of DAO's model, where we were doing all of these token swaps with different chains um, and continuing the contributor drop in a meaningful way. Um, but because of the whole situation around the bear market and the market crashing, um, that kind of all halted. And the one thing from that time that didn't like change was the Juno swap. And so at that point, 10% was not going to, we did not feel that that amount would have compromised our ability to move forward, but because we did not do a token swap with osmosis and stargaze and neutron and all these things that we were, you know, in talks to do, um, 
the the 10% number changed, the context around that changed a lot. Um, And so we don't feel that it's particularly unfair to end it early because the ratio did not change. We still got the same deal between us and Juno is still the largest shareholder. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to say, but I think it's really important to look at the context around the market and the context around how our plans have changed since the beginning. Yeah, in many in many ways, like the decision was like just to slow things down, right? Like we want to get yeah. like the, the proper things in place. We want to have a business plan. We want to have like an actual foundation or trust, um, so that we can just do things appropriately with these other communities. And like we're still inclined to do the Dow Dow models, but you know, one yeah, of the things absolutely. that's also also hard about DAOs is like, you know, if if they're too decentralized right away, it's like really, really hard to like, you know, make decisions and like move forward with a vision. Um, Cause suddenly you have all these stakeholders with tokens and they're like, when, when liquidity, when, when this, when, when that, right. And we want to like actually be in a place where we can set up a really solid foundation and decentralize properly. Um, because again, we're not trying to like, just like, Put another token out there we're trying to build this like world changing technology and we want to do it right and be thoughtful about it and you know sometimes that doesn't move as quickly as as people would like and that's i, I get that people are frustrated um but you know at the end of the day we're humans and i think that i think looking back we could probably all agree that you know could have been a lot more optimal in terms of like communication around all this yeah um yeah I think our our biggest issue was our, our mistake this week was just that we decided we decided to do it and then we decided to commit to the chain before we had the public conversations around it that we're I guess doing now. Um, I like, yeah. I think I think we should have probably opened forums like this, expressed why we wanted to do this and how committed we were to doing it ahead of time instead of retroactively. Um, of course, the prop doesn't close for another eight days um so we still have time obviously we're doing that right now i, I, I but, just want to jump in quickly like i yeah. get the, the the reasons from from dow dow side you know fine uh that's a dow dow decision to do that um the point that i was trying to make is around the, the technology right so um there's this perceived thing within that i see from the juno community that you know, Dada's reneging on this deal and Juno's not getting its value for money, uh, et cetera. And, you know, you can go on and on and on for days about this stuff if you really wanted to. Uh, again, like a situation like this where uh, the JGF has cancelled the vesting contract and we've identified like an area that the platform or the contracts uh, don't work in the best way, right? So... Like we would, you know, when you cancel the vesting contract, it should unstake and give you zero access to those tokens anymore, right? Like the the prop to cancel the vesting should go, we're canceling the vesting, unstake the tokens, return them to JGF, right? And you shouldn't have to do anything and you should have no, you should have no say in that because JGF's decided to cancel the contract. And and the same with the other I I, I agree. Uh, I think there's just one... So in the audit, there was one problem with that approach is that a malicious actor could delegate to all 150 validators and then try to cause like an out of gas kind of error 
Yeah, um, if we require a delegation on cancel, there's a technical limitation that you might be able to make it uncancelable. Yeah, cool. Or like at least identify that in the vesting contract, right? Because like as JGF, we cancelled it, and then we're like, we don't actually like this doesn't do anything. Um, the point I'm trying to making here is that like, well, it does prevent us from taking from withdrawing more tokens. So it does, yeah, it does do. What you you just, yeah, we just need but to it also prevents us from getting getting rewards from the tokens right right um, so again the point i'm making here is that like this is bleeding edge stuff for for DAOs in and like and, and the technology that juno has and uses no one else is doing this stuff so where you can be like oh you know juno's getting screwed over because this is cancelled or whatever juno's learning and exploring this stuff more than any other DAO in the ecosystem and the charter that is currently voted in and being used only exists because of DAO. The community-owned model only exists because of DAO. So if you're going to sit there and LARP on that, like Juno's getting this terrible deal and you know DAO's reneging, and the DAO token is worth zero, right? Until it has value, you don't know whether Juno's getting a good or bad deal. If you think Juno's getting a bad deal in token share, sure, I can see that side of things. Like, do you want? Uh, 10% of zero, or do you want to have three and a half percent of something that could be worth something someday, right? And if you want 10% of zero and you want to stop DAO from doing anything going forward, great. Like here, have the tokens, deny DAO from doing anything. And like, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to force people to hang around Juno and, and build stuff for you rather than them wanting to do it? Like, what's going to be a better approach, right? And I've, I've stepped back away from Juno because of this shit, right? Like, I want to be involved in stuff where people are having fun and enjoying themselves and not get dragged into like this stuff on repeat. Right. Like every time I hear something about Juno, it's like negative rather than positive. Like the charter is one of the best things that Juno's done ever. And I'm so excited to see it play out. And this is the type of stuff that needs to be dealt with in like looking at it in a positive way rather than trying to pull people down and utilize the charter in the way that it's supposed to be used and build this shit so then you fucking own it. And if the charter makes a decision, that's the decision, right? Run with that. Die on your fucking consequences through the charter. Like, I don't care, but use it, right? This the whole idea of Juno is to have this shit community-owned and community-run, right? And that only exists yeah, because Dadao built the fucking tooling to do it. Thank you, Rama. And I will also add just, like, we're all learning, and I think that you know we're we're all like reasonable people and like i will admit we like fucked up on our comms around this and it's been a really fucking difficult couple of days for me i've been getting a lot of like whatever um but you know at the end of the day this is all like experimental stuff and we're like doing things for the first time and like we're learning and iterating and like yeah <laughs> it's just it's if we freak out and act like really negatively and like attack everybody, no one's going to want to do any work with us. Right. Where it's like, we need to create like just a more positive culture around the experimentation that we're doing, you know? Um, and yeah. just keep learning and iterating. And I, I love the Juno charter and, you know, we're going to keep building a doubt out to like make, things like that work and get, I think that in many ways, like the Juno community is still best positioned to make the most out of our doubtling and to try things other chains and other communities are unwilling to do. 
Um, so I'm really, really excited for the charter and like future governance advances that like Juno is going to be doing going forward. And, you know, we're going to be supporting that. And, you know, just cause like this agreement was like kind of poorly thought out, <laughs> but it was, you know, it was also the first time that we really like did a token swap like this. And it doesn't mean that there's like no room for like future things as well. Like we're, this is not a, like, we'd never want to work with Juno again. Kind of, it's really not like, um, it, it was a difficult decision, but um, yeah, let's see what other people have to say. Massive, you, you just find it. Sorry, go ahead one now. more thing. I just want to add to Rama's, um, Rama's point about the, just, you know, through this process, we're discovering, we're dog fooding, um, we're learning how the vesting contracts um, aren't perfect. Um, like the same thing is happening with just this entire process. Like no legal contract was signed. Obviously there couldn't have been, but we don't have, money or securities these are random internet points um but the fact that one party could cancel and that doesn't do anything to the other vest is is a problem like there's there, this wasn't this wasn't a mutual agreement this was two different parties who were like promising to each other and hoping that the other one followed through there was like a line in the in the juno prop that said like should the DAO, like right above the conditions for cancellation, says, should DAO fail to vest the tokens, the JGF should cancel it. Like, yeah, of course. This was just like an Juno agreement with themselves to, you know, exchange, to, to, to uphold their end of this promise that we then upheld um, in the past. Um, I think TimeWave is really trying to solve this with their, like, um, their covenant systems that they're, they're working really hard to build right now. Where they're actually creating these mutual agreements that have like cancellation terms and like what like can you rage quit it just it actually is an entire codified like structure whereas this was like our first attempt at, at mutual vesting um and there's really no checks in place so yeah yeah it's just a big yeah. call to get better and i think that's a really great point it's like at the end of the day we are doing like very cutting edge highly experimental stuff and you know, it's like building a spaceship. It's like building Starship or whatever. Sometimes they're going to explode, but we just got to keep iterating. And eventually we have like the best tech. Um, and there's, a, I think, a lot to be learned from this and a lot of improvements to like make on these kind of cross-chain like covenant like agreements between different parties. Right? They don't even necessarily have to be cross-chain, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, lots to thanks. learn from. <laughs> We just need to be like humble and like open to like feedback and you know listen to each other and treat each other like humans and yeah figure out what's like best going forward yeah clh do you have something to add well i was just i was just going to kind of echo that obviously this is all experimental um but we're hearing from a lot of dow dow fanboys and it would be great to hear from the other side so hopefully people will speak up about right, oh yeah. sure I'm, I'm happy to be critical of data like sure no, no let someone else speak oh is this he want to speak who else is here this massive's here i think uh, massive is here he, he oh is that cause less massive, what's I, up? i'm on desktop so like it says that someone else spoke then sorry massive you're up yeah i'll, I'll just briefly say I, I think that you guys are taking some of this a little bit too lightly in your decision making because this can even though it's not technically a 
organization or legal entity, this can open you up for legal troubles in different jurisdictions because it is a breach of contract. So I, I just want to make sure that you are aware of that. Like, what what contract and who signed it? What yeah, what contract and what jurisdiction? The 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 agreement between Juno and the pro, the proposition itself can constitute as a contract under many jurisdictions, whether it was a company or not. That that will be seen in many courts as a legal contract. Cool. So who are you suing? JGF members, Dowdow members, Juno governance, validators? I think it's a danger for all of us. I think that this could run a risk of tanking Dowdow and Juno. And I don't think that's a position we want to be in. I don't think we want to be in a legal fight with each other. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't want to be in a legal fight with each other. And I'd like to think that we're all adults and we can like figure out the like the best outcome and yeah because I, I think that's you're right it's a war of attrition where like it just ends badly for both parties yeah i mean i i appreciate you trying to like make sure that we're we're taking it seriously i feel like we are i don't i i would like to see credible like evidence that we did sign a contract because I, as far as I can tell, we, we did not. There was a Juno prop that said that instructed the JGF to vest token, and then the Dow 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 said we want to uphold our end of this promise and vest token so that we also receive the Juno. We didn't. There, there was no legal entity that signed like like a paper together that said like we are legally beholden to this um yeah i I think that's i I think that's fair i think the other thing to to really remember is that we're all juno community members as well right like my biggest bag is juno but i also contribute to to dow dow and i don't think i mean i think anyone wants it yeah yeah i think Um, all of our biggest bag is juno yeah i think it's like it's better to put our energy to figure out like how we can like you know um, move forward in the best possible way. Like, um, and like I was saying earlier, just like in many ways, like the motivation behind us is to slow things down so we can be like thoughtful and meticulous about how we want to build this awesome governance coin and this DAO of DAOs and do so in a way that's like not poorly thought out like we did with that original like token swap, right? Um, we need to get much better at these kinds of like, like on chain and like cross chain agreements if we're actually going to make, make all this stuff work, right? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know, Massive. What are your thoughts on that? Sorry, Massive. Did you add, have anything else to like add on on that or like Sorry, my, my off base or driving here? Hold on. Uh. No worries. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. I don't really want to get too deep into it. I, I've just already receiving a lot of messages about it people wanting to know their options and things and and i i'm trying to like slow the roll a little bit here you know like i don't think we want to be at at knives at each other's throats i don't think that's good for anybody so like yeah i really appreciate it like like we just need to chill like 
it's like we're we're figuring out a lot on our end and like we want to like structure things appropriately for future token swaps and we could do like more with the juno community but we we just want to slow things down and be intentional another thing is we don't want to just get a token out there for just to get a token out there like there needs to be a business plan like we want to think really intentionally about like how it's distributed and like the like the structure like maybe doubt needs a charter at some point right like all these like are big open questions and like we just got to like slow things down and i know a lot of people are like we we just want like an airdrop and there's a lot of airdrops that are coming from DAOs that are launching without out right um but for the doubt out out it's like again we're trying to like almost do something that's not done very often in crypto where it's like having more like a slow very slow distribution instead of airdropping everybody at once it's like a very slow process right like so we can hit a certain level of decentralization before we go public. Um, yeah, it's almost like a private public company distinction, right? Where it's like, we want to set a really great direction and set really solid foundations and not be like rushed into like doing things that are ultimately bad for the long term. So, um, yeah, I think, I think you're repeating yourself a little bit, but probably, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, massive. Like you said, people are like asking you what their options are. Like, what is what is their concern? Like, do they feel like they have, they're entitled to an investment they're no longer getting? Like, what what options forward are there for anyone that isn't DAO or the JGF? Like, I don't I don't understand. I, I think it's more of Juno holders feel like they're getting screwed by this deal. Like, because most Juno holders don't hold DAO. Most of them don't care about DAO token. But they did care about Juno holding it, and they cared about Juno holding 10%. And to be fair, Dow Dow wouldn't be here without Juno. So it kind of feels like a stab in the back to most Juno holders that now you're looking for greener pastures and giving us the shift of the deal that now you don't like anymore because whatever reason. that That's, that's the perceived. I mean, uh, what people are perceiving, I mean, just be aware that most people don't have their own DAO. They don't operate on DAO DAO. They don't own DAO token. They do own Juno. So you have to convince those people why this is a good deal. And I didn't see any communication from you guys with any of the department members or anything like that before this, or any public communication with JGF before this. It all just seemed to kind of happen, uh, you know, blindsided us and it happened at a time that's not very good for Juno when we're in a transition period. So it also seems further, you know, kind of purposeful that it's, you know, trying to fuck us. That's, that's it. Yeah, I, I can agree on that for sure. Right. And uh, speaking as a, as a JGF member, but also <clears throat> someone from like the, you know, the outer community, quote unquote, uh, these conversations started months ago and we were like, you probably shouldn't right, uh, is like JGF, they signaled to us that they wanted to do it. And we were like, what's the reasons? And we were like, sounds like a bit of a cop out because the token price is low, right? That was the conversation that I had with the Dowdow guys. They paused it, uh, held off for a while, and then decided to kind of just go and put it on Dowdow uh, without like too much more conversation outside of that. Um, I, I, I tend to agree, right? Like from, from that perspective, it, it does seem like a cop out, right? I, I remember saying to like Noah, I was like, it's because token price is shit. Like, you're not like the money that DowDow is getting doesn't really help fund the development and you're getting funded elsewhere. That was 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong now, but that's pretty much what I said. Um, and, and I think yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, and, and I do think it like it is shit for for Juno in a sense that like uh, there was an agreement. You know, token price go down. You know, it, it looks bad. Yeah, to, to most of the Juno community, it just seems like a project and developers we funded that are again running off with the money to greener pastures and fucking us. I mean, this happened with just about every other thing we funded. So yeah, why is this any different? I, 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 I tend to agree, right? It, do, it does look like that. And uh, I think that's that's one thing that Dow Dow needs to kind of like uh, look and be like, hey, how, how do, how, what is the optics on this, right? Um, the, 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 the only thing that I can think of as, as like a, from a Juno perspective is like, does Juno think that it's got value for money? And if the answer is no, then you should be pushing hard to be like, we want more from Dowdow. If the answer is, yeah, we think we got value for money, then I think that's where you sit back and be like, okay, like how hard do we want to push this? And, and what are the justifications or reasons that we want to push this? Do we think that Dowdow is going to be fucking incredible? And we want to push real hard for this because we want more shares of that, right? And then again, like what impact is that going to have on Dowdow if you do that? So. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of neutral here outside of, you know, voting on JGF, which I fucking wish was merged as part of the charter. Um, um, but, I, you know, just kind of outside perspective, kind of thinking both sides. I, I do agree that it, optics wise, it looks bad. And I think, uh, you know, it may not necessarily be the best deal for Juno for it to be cancelled. But again, like what, you know, what are the trade offs? Like how, how to how hard do you push for it? And what are the reasons you push for it? Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's no, there's no claim that optics are good. Definitely, optics are bad. I don't feel like we're running away with the money because our DAO is on Juno, and unlike the other projects, we still gave a significant portion of our governance token to Juno. Um, the other ones died. This is the only one that has continued and expanded. Um, yeah, like I, if we cancel this at nine percent, would the Juno community feel like we're running away with the money? Like at that point, I think it's just a technicality. We're not like taking the token back. We're not changing the ratio of the original deal. We're just saying that we don't feel like we are going to be able to raise money if we give Juno ten percent of our token as opposed to like three and a half percent. Yeah, to me, this gets back about being really intentional about how we grow the DAO, right? Because like. One of the uh, criticisms we've gotten from like talking with like other investors and other communities is they feel like, you know, like Juno has too much say, and you know that's like, uh, it's it's there's there's a balance here, and I think that like ending ending the swap is really I think about slowing things down more than like saying no to like any future possibilities, right? And I. It's like we we need to take a step back and be like really meticulous and be like, what is the DAO token even for? Like, what are the revenue models, right? What what is the like bigger plan? Um, other, otherwise, you're getting yeah. tempted. You know, it's like there needs to be a, a plan in place. Um, if, if, and if I, I agree with you that the, the communication was really poor and. You know we're dealing with the consequences but you know hopefully we can like talk this through as a community and you know figure out good plans forward um when when you say these other projects is it that these other projects 
feel like they don't want a decentralized token in heavy control when they're centralized projects? Um, I think that each project is different. No. I will say that other projects have also given us money and they've gotten zero tokens because they're just like, we just need the functionality. Um, so this is like really the only deal that we've done that's like more of like a token swap kind of thing. And it was our first one. Um, and it doesn't mean that there can't be like future like token swaps or like future airdrops or whatever as we're like, you know, figuring out the business plan, figuring out the future of DAO, DAO figuring out the purpose and of the DAO token, right? Um, yeah, it's... it's so I'll jump in quickly, right? The, the, the way I see it is uh, the, the token swap between Juno and DowDow at the particular time, I think it was 500,000 Juno for 10%, valued DowDow at about 5 million, right? You know, we're talking kind of traditional shares type values. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me, you know, being paranoid. But it feels like you know the neutrons and others of the world don't like Juno because they can't control it. <laughs> like so. Yeah, and, and it very well be could be right. Um, the point I was getting at was uh, like five million valuation. Juno owns ten percent. Uh, it's basically like an early seed round or investment round, right? Um, you know, you're providing tokens for shares essentially. And other people come in and they think that they, they're getting a bad deal or that they'll have a bad deal or a, a lower amount of voting power. Um, so from that side of things, I could, I could think that other teams may not want to come in and, you know, that's a, a doubt out thing that they need to live with, right? Like they made an agreement or a deal that, hey, you know, we're going to give Juno 10%. We're going to give Juno 3.5% because we want to cancel it. Uh, and here's the reasons, right? Optics wise or not, that's kind of the way I see it is... Uh, if people want to come in and they want to provide money, they want to make sure that they're getting value for money. And Dowdow needs to live with that decision uh, and the, the consequences from a you know, Juno uh, pushback or optics perspective. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the main issue from other potential investors is how centralized or decentralized it is. I do think there's there's just the the amount of centralization affects how like safe they're going to think their investment is for sure but i think it's it's more the valuation like Romer said at that at that five million valuation we will not be able to raise the kind of investment we will need to make the amount that we have given juno valuable and if if we give 10 percent and forfeit receiving any other significant investment that was a bad deal for everyone It also gives Juno the opportunity to potentially block any potential deals, right? Like having, uh, I think Juno right now, if 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 JGF was to, which we, I certainly won't be voting for it, we could stake our DAO tokens and put up a prop to say cancel the cancellation of the vesting, right? Uh, and DAO couldn't do shit about it because we've got like three hundred and fifty odd thousand DAO tokens, right? Uh, Juno governance could signal to us to do it, or you could, you know, auth C override us or whatever. You, like that's how many tokens Juno currently has, and you could just stifle or stop Dao from wanting or doing anything because you have that many tokens in your power. So, um, from that perspective, in yeah. in terms of that kind of centralized power, Juno has the power right now. So, like, if you really wanted to, and you know, you felt really strongly about it and you could get the votes on your side, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. 
Like that's you've got all the tokens. Yeah, I think the core team right now has the core team, meaning like me, Meow, Elsao, Kazla's Harm. I think we have enough to like slightly tip the balance, but there's of course Juno holders in the Dao Dao Dao. So honestly, at this at this level, it's unclear. At ten percent, Juno could make any decision on behalf of Dao it wanted to, which is not which is not a safe investment for anyone that isn't Juno. Uh, so I, I do think that 10% number compromises our ability to make the kinds of deals we will need to do in order to succeed. Yeah, there's a balance here. And this is why I think a lot of us felt it was like important to like slow things down, take a step back, and think really seriously about what, what's the purpose of the token? What's the business model? Like, where are we going with all this? How do we want to distribute it? How do we want to structure token swaps with other entities or like raise investment and like these are all questions that like we, we really need to answer if we're going to make this like as successful of a project as possible um yeah but this is a great discussion uh, welcome Netta now um, hey guys can you hear me yes we can hear you for joining thanks yeah um yeah, I, I've been thinking about the the deal, and I mean, I'm hearing a lot of concern about investors and balancing investors, but it doesn't seem like you've thought very much at all about Juno as an investor um, in this in this equation. It feels from the Juno side like we got a PS and afterthought. Uh, by the way, we're canceling the deal, um, and I think that there's a lot of anger and sort of frustration with Dao at the moment because of that. Um, I don't know exactly what what the but a modification or termination of the agreement looks like. Um, I mean, obviously you can simply <laughs> pass the proposal and stop participating in it, but um, yeah, I mean, that, that opens the door to legal actions because Prop 285 is a contract. Um, you doubt I'll put the contract up, Juno agreed to the contract. We've both been performing the duties that that contract entails um, and to, to unilaterally default on it or to cancel it um, open, opens the door to that. And I think that you guys will have a lot more difficulty um, getting funding from other projects if you're embroiled in legal issues. Um, so I think that it's very important that Dao Dao come to the table with Juno and talk about it. If, if, the, if the issue is that uh, there's too many tokens coming to Juno, um, it might be wise to think about a USD buyout for the remainder of the contract to calculate what that is um, or, or some other solution. Um, Dada really needs to come to the table with Juno operations. We have new, new people in there who are very good um, and keep being open with the community about these processes because it's, um, it's, it's pretty non-transparent from where I'm sitting what Dada is doing. Um, and I think that that's, that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah, that's a, you know, and we'll, we'll take you up on that. I'm happy to talk with the, like, like, you know, operations um, and, you know, figure out something that like meets all the goals, right? Like we're, at the end of the day, we're not like evil people. I have a fuck ton of Juno um, and I care a lot about both communities and I hate to see like the communities I care about fighting. And what the last thing I want is like a war of attrition where we just, yeah, um, 
And so I'm happy to like ex explore things and, and talk with operations and, you know, um, and I will also just acknowledge our like kind of fuck up in this and um, I'll take responsibility for it myself is like we should have been uh, talking with a lot more stakeholders and talking about our needs and our plans and yeah. Um, but like going forward, what can we do going forward is like, first of all, have more conversations like this and um, happy to talk with operations and other people. I think that there's there's like many potential like options and we don't have to go nuclear. It's like, yeah, Noah, uh, Rama, you have anything to add to that or? I mean, you, you said good stuff. I'm super happy to set up a call with with the operations department, that's the right subdata to talk to. Um, uh, obviously, we don't have money, so a USD buyout would not be a valuable, a valid path forward. But um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we can figure something out. We definitely should have had these conversations ahead of time. That's our bad. No, I, I have nothing to add. Uh, I, I agree uh, around the the, the comm side of things uh, for sure. Um, uh, in terms of the token swap, uh, you know, canceling the contract and stuff, data can vote. Uh, JGF already voted to, um, as it was pretty clear from the conversations we'd had with data that they wanted to cancel the vesting. Uh, from that side of things, easy to reinstate. Uh, found some interesting things with data around that, um, and uh, found a gap in in the um, uh, the what's it called. Um, the charter around JGF still existing um, because of the vesting contracts. Um, so, you know, plug those gaps, close down JGF because it hasn't done anything for almost a year anyway, and uh, move move the tokens to the community pool, uh, you know, shut that down. And then uh, maybe if the vesting contract is reinstated, it should probably be reinstated inside the charter anyway rather than JGF. So might be a good opportunity to just get that moved. Um, out of the purview of JGF and Nita Dow, you probably best to comment on this whether that needs to go through like governance to have that moved, right? So then we can close down JGF. Yeah, I think we can definitely work on cleaning Sorry, up. Sorry, I asked Nita Dow a question. Um, yeah, so from the charter side, we left JGF um, intact because you guys do have these tokens and it's not easy to, it wasn't easy to transfer them. To move them. Um, yeah, but JGF. But JGF under the charter is supposed to be under the administration of the ops department. And so your decision should have been going through ops um, on that. If we need to restart the, the contract under operations during this period, I think that's fine. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, you know. We need to get back into compliance on that. Yeah, looking like looking forward, right? Um, regardless whether it gets canceled or not, I think take the opportunity to move that vesting and the remaining tokens under ops, if that's what the, the charter is. Um, JGF uh, wants to move the, the current treasury to the community pool anyway. Um, so wherever they need to go, you know, none of us are directly involved in Juno outside of um, Putmos being a validator anyway, right? So, um, you know, whether we, whether we fucked up and did it too early or whatever, um, just get it moved under the, the correct charter department so you guys can manage it how you want to manage it. I mean, yeah, technically, I think the JGF acted correctly based on like close reading of the initial prop. There's a line right above the conditions for cancellation that says, should Dowdow fail to vest the full amount, JGF should cancel the prop. 
Um, so it, it, it is in there that it says like JGF is beholden to the, to the governance, but the JGF is like tasked with managing the, the vest. I don't actually think that the JGF acted out of line there. We, we just saw, you know, the conversation we had you guys uh, a couple of months ago, you guys had signaled that we said, maybe you should reconsider. And then you did. And then the next comms, I'm pretty sure was, hey, we've gone ahead with the prop. And then we discussed this JGF and saw the votes already and went, they're pretty confident yeah. that they want to cancel this. Let's make sure that we cancel ours so we can stop giving you guys Juno. And then we can always re- reinstate it if you change your mind because it's easy to do. I mean, there's always the opportunity to figure out new agreements and reinstate. And like, what it, my, my main ask is that everyone, like, let's just be adults and like try to figure out like the best path forward for, for all parties, right? And Lil D and the netted out folks, like, I respect the fuck out of you guys. Like, you're amazing. And like, I think we can all have like good conversations about this and like figure out a really good path forward that doesn't involve like a war of attrition to zero for everyone. And so, yeah, let's just, let's keep working together and like figure out a good path forward. And we can get back to the exciting work of, you know, building awesome decentralized governance tooling to like go change the world. Yeah. Dad, did you have any comments on any of that or anyone else want to come up? Um, yeah, I, I would just say it's, I, to my mind, it's important that we do get a good resolution on this because um, from from the Juno side, it looks like time and again, Juno has basically misused investor funds. Um, and why would people keep investing in a chain that can't steward its agreements, protect its rights in the contracts that it enters into? Um, so yeah, it, it's unfortunate that we're here, I think, but Juno does have to stand up for itself on this point and we have to... Um, come to a, a, a resolution together. Um, and, and I think that's in everybody's best interest. So um, I, I hope that we can do that kind of promptly. It sounds like you guys are ready to get moving on stuff. Um, I, I don't think it's good to have stuff hanging over us in a cloud forever. <laughs> um, but but yeah, yeah I, I think that we should be working together to resolve this. Dowdo is a long-standing sort of part of the Juno community and the and the whole Juno idea. So um, if we can understand what it is we need to do um, to improve to improve this situation, I think that will help a lot. Um, yeah, and, and again, I just encourage us to use the new departments. Operations has really great, talented people there. Um, and yeah, we keep keep building community consensus around the path forward. Yeah, I appreciate that Juno perspective and thinking about how it makes Juno look itself to others. I wasn't really considering that either. Um, can we schedule a call like tomorrow? How how fast do you think we can schedule a call? Um, so I'm not on the operations department, but uh, oh, okay. I can. Um, yeah, I, I will uh, post in the in the Juno cross department channel and just see if. Uh, when they can get that scheduled for you guys. Even today, honestly. Yeah, let's let's figure that out. Anyone else? Yeah, if anyone else wants to come up and speak, now's your chance. Related to this or not, also totally acceptable. (laughs) 
yeah well next time we do this we can focus more on like future exciting things and plans for a DAO first world um but you know this is important and thanks thanks um massive and metadata for coming up and like you know voicing your very valid frustrations and like we're human we make mistakes um so but yeah let's let's figure out the best path forward um you know i also care about you now um i've fucking worked really hard to like keep this chain going throughout the the bear market and like you know i'm i'm a fan like, I, mean, I really it's, this has been a very really hard thing um but i think we've got great people on both sides and like let's just like figure out something that works right Yeah, I'm going to step down because I'm working. I just wanted to make a final comment from kind of the JGF perspective, uh, primarily because that's you know the thing that I have a say in in terms of vote voting. Um, I'll be keeping an eye on the outcomes and what the decision is from a a, a Dow Dow and Juno perspective, and um, we'll uh, obviously comply and you know and do whatever is needed from a Juno side of things. Um, you know, we're not here to to harm Juno or, or Dow Dow or anything like that. We're not stupid all got reputations etc um so uh regardless of whether or not the the vesting uh, gets cancelled um if it does get cancelled we'll um likely move all of the tokens juno and dow tokens to the community pool um, i think that's best and then from there the, the charter or, or whatever can vote to get those moved to wherever they think is the best spot for them and then if it doesn't get cancelled um we'll work with um the charter people uh, and whether that needs to go to Juno governance to get the the DAO tokens and the new vesting moved to the correct place, um, and that may need a Juno governance prop to say that you know this is now the place that it will be managed by um, to get the the prop updated, etc. So uh, once that's done, um, you know JGF will you know it can just sit there. Whether it uh, needs to be used again in a future date can be managed by governance, and you can put members in it, etc. Sounds great. Yeah, there's a path forward. It's gonna. Yeah, I don't know. Rough, rough, rough times happen. Disagreements happen. Uh, priorities change. Things, things change. Bear markets happen. Bull markets happen. And you know, we're at the end of the day, it just comes down to community. And if we have like good people that are working out to like figure out the right middle ground the right the balanced approaches like move forward like i believe in us and uh, oh we have snails joining real quick so we'll, we'll let them up but like real quick just to finish the thought like seriously no doubt a uh, little d massive like thank you guys um i know this has been really difficult and not optimal in many ways and for that, I sincerely apologize, and let's just like keep talking and like figure out a good path forward so that we can like meet all of our goals. I don't know, but uh, snails. Yes. Yeah, well said. Sorry, guys. Chaos reigns. Snails, you're up. What's up? For January, about um, possibly implementing retroactive compensation on stargates. Does it not work right now? Um, last time I checked, it had to be 
used on um, Juno or Neutron? Do you mean Press, maybe? I know Press doesn't work on Stargaze because of the way that their NFTs are configured and Press uses NFTs. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. The question was supposed to be about Press. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no. Um, is your goal to list the Press posts on Stargaze? Yeah. Um, I'd like to have everything in one place. Yeah. Or, like, do you want to list it on the marketplace of Stargaze? No, um, just wanted to use it for um, yeah. you know, just community updates. Yeah. So, th- yeah, actually, I'm curious if you have a solution here. Or Jake, you want to say something? Yeah. So it's a little bit tricky because uh, Stargaze has it so that uh, when you launch oh, yeah. an NFT collection, there's a fee, um, and you have to pay the fee. Um, and they use their own uh, fork of the NFT contracts, SG seven two one. Um, and they don't support the normal NFTs, so Press uses the normal NFT contracts. Um, but you know, this yeah. is this is good feedback. There is a way around it. Um, it on start like, and it's good to know that people people want this and that people are using Press. Um, that actually makes me really exciting because excited because sometimes you know we release features like DAO Press, and um, a lot of times people don't even realize that there's this whole like all these publishing tools that like a lot ship of times without we it. don't tell them. <laughs> That too. We're working on that. Um, oh yeah, docs. I was gonna. Okay, sorry. Oh yeah, well, I'll we, 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 can, the we can end with that. That's a great thing to end on because. Uh, um, but yeah, so so we could make it work. You would have to um, pay a creation fee when you instantiate the NFT contract. Um, That's why but, I didn't set it up to work on Stargaze because I figured DAOs wouldn't want to pay to use Press, which is um, snails. I'm curious if you have a. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I'd be interested in using OmniFlix for it uh, since our project will be using OmniFlix as well. So, um, you know, with Stargaze and OmniFlix as our you know, two main chains that we'll be using for the project, um, I'd like to have, you know, maybe press on one of them, you know, right, instead of sense. maybe looking in a different place. Um, yeah, so I'm open to, to whatever. Um, and I, I did have a retroactive compensation question, um, but I can just DM you about that, Noah. Um, if you can no, do a ask, demo for me. You can ask. Uh, I'm just looking for a demo before we launch our oh, yeah. first round for um, for January. I tried doing it a little demo by myself as a single person DAO. Um, and I don't I didn't get the the same results as the the one prop that you sent me to look at. So um, I just couldn't figure out how to do that. But I think it's just because I'm a like a single person DAO. Um, come in, uh, come and see us on Discord, discord.dao.dao.zone, and uh, we can set something up for sure. I also have a long list of videos that I have to make and uh, retroactive compensation is one of them because it's one of the coolest features of DAO DAO. And uh, so I, I've just bumped that up the priority list. Um, just... But yeah, great awesome. feedback. Awesome. Also, yeah, I'll hit you up in the DMs, Noah. I'm glad you're using Dowcraft. That's amazing. Yeah, does, does Omniflix have NFT fees or no? They have a 25 uh, Flix creation fee, but you can continuously mint uh, new NFTs to that collection where it only costs, you know, 
a millionth of a flicks or something like that. So I think that's the same um, for Stargaze, actually. It's the same for Stargaze. So Stargaze just has a creation fee. So if you created the Dowpress NFT contract, right, um, that's just 100 stars fee or whatever it is up front. And then minting the NFTs is just, you just pay gas. So, so like, okay. So it wouldn't be 3,000 stars or whatever the. I'm going to make a ticket for it. We'll make a ticket Wait, Jake, to. Jake, make... do you know if you can mint new token IDs on a Stargaze collection with different URIs? Like, do any of the three, like, factory NFT collections let you create new ones randomly? <laughs> Because I know there's one of one. There's like this. There's like the one NFT you can mint as many as you want, and then there's like. Yeah. So those are the minter contracts. Um, yeah. I think we have to and, use a minter. No. No, we don't have to use a minter, but we have to use the SG seven two one contract, and that has the fees built in. Um, so you you would just, I think for this you just especially Actually, when I looked at it last time, the fact the the SG seven two one requires a factory to call the instantiate. Oh, and the factories right. have the fees built in. Okay, so, well, I'm going to make a ticket yeah. for this, and then uh, we can, we'll look into it. Um, I would pay the fees if, like, for yeah. Omniflix or Stargaze, like, the creation fees aren't, um, you know, that big of a problem if it's, you know, that's what it costs to get the feature going. Um, All right. It is what it is. Cool. We'll look into it. Yep, making a ticket right now. Thanks, Nels. That was a good feedback. There might be a ticket already. Maybe check. I can't remember. All right. Well, I'll I'll check while I'm making this, and then uh, yeah, you want to show uh, the new data docs and work through. Yeah. Well, does anyone have anything else before I do that? Seems like the answer is no. Yeah, go for it. All right. Yeah, one of the other big updates in the past week or so was that I went through the docs, which are at docs.dowdow.zone, and I just cleaned them up, replaced all the screenshots with V2, which we've had for like <laughs> like a year now. Um, and I just reorganized a bit, I think, to make, it, to make it a bit more clear. There's like a quick start section that just walks you through creating a DAO and making a proposal and adding people. And then there's like a configuration section. So if you're ever like, how do I configure my voting parameters? There's like a, a full description for each one, and each page says which action to use to update the config. Um, and then there's a features section, which we'll be working on continuously now, that hopefully goes in depth about every single thing we offer. Right now, it's very sparse. It just has proposals and sub-DAOs uh, in there. But if you're curious how to use proposals and how to use sub-DAOs, you can read through those. Um, yeah, and, and and please feel free if you are already a DowDow expert, uh, hop in the Discord, submit some contributions to the docs. That would be super welcome. Yeah, this, this is one of the biggest things we've been lagging on. And we're, we're making videos, but I also just think written, written simple guides is, is what's missing. So hopefully we'll keep those up to date. <laughs> Let us know if there's any uh, any typos or, or confusing things in there and we'll, we'll clean it up. That's all I got. Sweet. Um, well, this has been a great space. Lots of hard but important conversations. Um, and I think that, you know, 
I believe in our communities, we can figure out a great path forward. And, you know, we're building something really awesome here. Um, so yeah, thank you everyone for joining. Uh, let's, let's do this again soon. We really do need to uh, do these uh, yeah, data spaces more open. Hopefully every other week or so, maybe more. It's just a good, this is a good thing. Yeah, it's really great. Um, so um, we've been going for like, over an hour or so i think uh it's time to wind the space down but yeah thank you thank you again for everyone for for joining and you know engaging in this discussion and yeah i'm i'm sure we'll find a great path forward and with that any last comments from any of the speakers i'd like to talk about sandwiches more often on spaces but other than that i uh, i do really appreciate everybody coming in and speaking uh, because I think that's one of the things that we're lacking is certainly feedback. Cool. Um, well, thank you all. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you on Spaces again soon. Thanks, guys. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Click the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns white knighting all these Maybelines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers Drum in the streets, yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served
Yeah.